This show is brought to you by the North Face. Now, the North Face have been my sponsors for the last eight or nine years, and I'm really proud to be involved with this fantastic outdoor brand. Now, they've been in the outdoor industry for over 50 years, and they are the premier supplier of authentic, innovative, and technologically advanced exploration apparel. For your footwear, equipment, accessories, they've got the best stuff. Now, their lightweight and weather-resistant flight series running gear is my absolute favorite. So, if if you're into trail running, if you're into desert running, if you're into just exploring our mountains, then these, this is the go-to gear. And it's designed to endure, engineered to help you through the heat, through heavy downpours, or whatever else comes your way so that you can run no matter what, every day, any weather, any terrain, and never stop exploring. If you'd like to check out their whole range, go to thenorthface.co.nz. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the podcast that gets deep into the psyche of extraordinary achievers across all genres, cutting to the chase to unlock the secrets of their success, their achievement, philosophies, and motivations. Join us in the quest to find out what makes the movers and shakers of our world tick and what gems of wisdom we can learn from them. Now, over to your host, Lisa Tamati. Hi everybody, it's Lisa Tamati here and welcome back to Pushing the Limits and today I've got actually a coaching call um, that I did on Facebook Live and it's all about how to taper, how to get on top of the fear monsters just before a massive big race and how to control your emotions, how to get over the guilt feeling for not training during this time that much and uh, all those sort of good things. Martin Ellsworth put a question in the group a couple of days ago saying he's got a uh, marathon coming up in, in two or three weeks and starting to freak out and have we got any advice? Well, yeah, Martin, we've got some advice for you, mate. <laughs> I know that you're feeling a little bit underdone and that you've missed a couple of your long runs. And look, mate, that is totally normal. And don't feel like if you didn't get every single run in that was on your plan, that it's all going to be a total disaster because really it doesn't really work like that. The body has uh, a level of, it reached a level of fitness anyway. You know, the long ones are, you know, in marathon training key. We know that, but about missing out a couple of them, you're, it's really not going to make that much difference. So the biggest thing that you can do now um, is, uh, number one, please do not try to catch up on those sessions that you missed. That will blow you to pieces and that will cause real problems. So make sure that over the next two to three weeks, you're not trying to play catch up, okay? What you do need to do is to work on your psychology. Now, you're entering the taper phase, which for a marathon is about three weeks, and you're reducing, you will see in your plan, you're reducing your mileage, you're still running, you're still doing your training, but you're reducing it. Now, your strength training should reduce quite dramatically in this phase. You don't want to be breaking down your muscles in order to rebuild them stronger at this point in time because you've got a race coming up. I just made a, a rookie mistake today just to share with you. Yesterday I did a really high intensity strength session and today I did a, a, a well for me at the moment, a longer run. And yeah, the combination isn't great. <laughs> you've got really tired legs and you've got really sore bum and all that sort of stuff. So right before, in the last couple of weeks before you go into your marathon, you can pull back on your, your strength training. Now, so you do not, do not want to be doing any speed work, really. You don't want to be doing any strength training. What you should be doing a little bit more of is mobility work so that you're really starting to recover all those muscles that you've been, you, you've, you've had them working really hard. 
to prepare for this marathon. Psychologically, you put yourself under quite a lot of stress to get to this point. And all of that needs to be now consolidated and give your time, your body time to recover from all that stress so that you can then uh, be fresh and ready on the start line of that race. So psychologically, you're going to go through uh, a number of things feeling like you're getting unfitter. You're not going to get unfitter. You cannot get fitter in the last two, three weeks. You can overtrain. And that is what most people end up doing. They start overtraining in that last two to three weeks to try and catch up. And that means that you'll be overcooked on the, on the start line and your performance will probably not be as good as it otherwise could be. It is always better to go into the race slightly undercooked, slightly feeling like, oh, I should have done a little bit more. And and that's okay, okay? Your body will cope with it on the day. Now, what is really important and what you can spend a lot more time because you're not going to be doing the, the, the amount of mileage that you normally would, would be to spend more time in the mental preparation side of things. I want to give you an example. Uh, when I did the La Ultra Race in the Himalayas, which was a 222K race of the two highest passes in the world, massive at altitude, massive temperature changes, uh, everything had gone wrong in the build-up. And I actually ripped the, the ligaments off my left ankle and I was unable to run uh, for seven out of the 10 weeks leading up to this. And I thought this was going to be a, an absolute disaster. But what actually happened was that I'd finally given my body time to uh, recover a little bit and get over some of the accumulated fatigue that builds up over long periods of time of training. And it's this accumulated fatigue that can actually, you know, have a negative impact. So by having to have that forced time off running, running I was still doing other training, cross training in the pool and things like that and on the bike, but I could not run. Actually, my performance during the race, well, it was, it was probably the highlight of my career. It was, you know, extremely tough race and, and took everything out of me, but I got there and the fact that I hadn't been able to run for seven weeks actually didn't make any difference as far as the fitness went. You do not lose it that quickly. So stop um, feeling like uh, over the next couple of weeks you're going to lose it all, you're going to gain weight, you're going to get unfitter and all these sort of thoughts that tend to mull around in your head. Just know that that's normal stressed out behavior and it's just part of the freak out. What you have to do then is to try and stop the fear from taking over. So I want you to do a little bit of deep breathing and meditation every time these thoughts of, oh my God, the marathon's coming up and oh my God, how am I going to do it? And and we all have these times is to, is to stop, take some three really deep diaphragmatic breaths, go and have a look at our blogs on, on deep breathing and, and why this is beneficial. This stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, and, and helps calm the body down so that you can get a hold of your own emotions. If you're feeling real fear and anxiety, give your brain a logical puzzle to solve. Counting back from 100 in, you know, minus 7 each time. Something, something difficult that will make you start to think logically because then you stop the amygdala, which is like the primitive part of your brain, the emotional seat, from overreacting and causing this spiraling of, of fear and anxiety, okay? So that's a really good trick. Uh, I'm actually going to put that in my podcast this week about, you know, how to stop these these fear and anxiety thoughts by having uh, a logical problem to solve because when you turn on that logical part of the brain, the emotional part of the brain gets turned off, okay? Really good trick. So it works for when you're too angry or when you're too – when you're depressed and you're down or you're scared. All of these things can be helped by logical problem solving 
um, stopping that that sort of thing. So in this period also, you know, make sure that your hydration is absolutely spot on. Make sure that your electrolytes are spot on. Make sure that nutrition. Uh, so all of these pieces of the puzzle are right. You're getting enough sleep, recovery, all of those sort of things. And then just know that on the day, your body will pull out things that you never, ever thought possible. And you cannot replicate them in a training run training you will never be able to pull out what you will on race day you will you will, you know I, I i'm a true believer like a lot of the races that i've done that were over 200 and 250 kilometers and that type of thing i never could go out and actually train for 250k because you, you'd be in overtraining constantly if you were trying to run uh 150k long run on the weekend well obviously you're going to smash yourself so you can't you can't prepare for that distance really what you can do is prepare your mind for it so understanding the 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 phases that you're going to go in through in, in the race having your pacing strategy sort of sussed out what time are you hoping to do it in and if this is your very first marathon make that a conservative time it doesn't it's all about getting to the finish line on that first one if you've done a couple already then you know don't expect that in every race you'll get better all the time. That doesn't always happen. But have your goal and then work back from your goal time as to what kilometre pace you should be running at and stick to that. So that each time you've got it written on, on your hand or somewhere that you know at, you know, kilometre 10 I should have gone through in such and such a time, okay? So there's a few little tips for you. Increase your mobility work. Make sure that you're foam rolling. Make sure that you're doing your stretching. Don't pull anything though. Don't go in nothing extreme in this time. So don't go and change your your regular training time. Should still be held. They should be just shorter on smaller distances. You should be doing the same sort of routines. Nothing out of the ordinary. Same with your your diet, nutrition, all that sort of stuff. Make sure it's good stuff good amount of sleep, good amount of hydration, good amount of nutrition, um, and you'll get to the end. And just know that this fear that you're feeling, every single one of us is feeling that. And we don't all admit it, but I will admit it for you. We're absolutely terrified when we're going and taking on a massive goal. What you can do now is disassociate yourself from the consequences of that okay so stop thinking about well if I don't make it I'm going to be so down and you know if I don't make it this is going to happen or that's going to happen or I've wasted all this time or I've wasted none of that is ever if you can disassociate yourself from the consequences and just take the actions you know the Nike slogan that says uh, don't think just do or, or just do it um, that, that's a really good piece of advice don't overthink things Accept in the positive, accept that you're visualizing, set some time aside to do some deep breathing, a little bit of meditation and visualization. So visualize yourself having a successful day at the marathon. Picture yourself on the start line feeling all pumped up and excited about it. Picture yourself at the halfway point really looking strong and feeling in control. Picture the people around you. Picture the smells, the the what it's going to look like at this place that you're going to be. Have all that sort of feeling. When you, when you tap into the imaginary world, the brain doesn't know whether it's a real situation or an imaginary one. And this visualization techniques um, really can help you. And I've got blogs on the website, I'm sure, on visualization. 
I certainly have in my Mindset Academy, but I think there's one on the on the website as well. These visualization techniques and the build up to this event, see yourself successfully completing this run over and over and over again. Picture the night before, picture your breakfast, picture what you'll be getting dressed into and all uh, the people that are going to be around you, your, your smiling family watching you come across the finish line, all of these things that will motivate you. Also spend some time in reflection about what is your why? Why are you doing this? What is it that drives you to want to be able to complete this marathon? Why are you doing it? And what is the result that you want? And concentrating on the positive, okay? Concentrating on what it is that you're trying to achieve. Because when you understand your motivation, then you can pull out the reserves when you need it. When that question starts to come at you at the 35K mark, it's like, why the hell am I doing this? This is horrifically hard and I'm in pain and, oh my God, I've got another seven kilometers to go and how am I going to get there? And I feel like vomiting and I feel like passing out and I, you know, I'm going to have to slow down and all of these things that, that are very, very common during a race. Just know that you can get through those and that they will pass. Just, yeah, understanding that those times will come and if you have a question going around in your head, why the hell am I doing it? You have to have the answer for it. So you have to have spent the time and preparation before the event as to why the hell you're doing this marathon. What is it that you want to achieve with it and where are you going with it? Because if you understand your motivation, whether it's to prove to some prick who told you you couldn't do it or whether it's because you want to make your children proud of you or whether it's because you've had this on your bucket list for the last 20 years or your colleagues challenged you to this, whatever your why is, Understand that motivation and use that motivation when you're in the deep, dark moments during the race when it's getting tough. Pull on those emotional triggers to get you further on. Now, when you're in the race, and this is getting not about pre-tape and taper and all the rest of it, but when you're actually in the race and you're having difficulties, try and go off to your happy place is one of the um, things that I've, I've mentioned a number of times. When I'm in pain, when I'm in agony, when it's really, really tough, by concentrating on those thoughts doesn't help. So I go off and I try and, oh, I'm, I'm renovating the house. I'm writing the book. I'm doing my business plan in my head or something that would take me away from wherever I am. I'm swimming with the whales in Tonga, which I dream to do one day. It's going to your happy place. It's going somewhere else so that your mind is taken off the job at hand and break it down into little bite-sized pieces. If the whole race is starting to overwhelm you and, you know, like I know this one really well with the distances that I've done, you know, like running through New Zealand at the start line of that, I had 2,250 kilometers ahead of me and I was like, holy heck, you know, it was just like an elephant sitting on you and you're thinking like, ooh, how am I going to do this? But by breaking it down and going, I'm not looking at the 2,250 kilometers, I'm looking at getting to that power pole down there. I'm looking at getting through to lunchtime. I'm looking at, at, at running the next mile. In other words, breaking it down into tiny bite-sized pieces that your brain can, can cope with and can comprehend and that will help you get through. Because what happens is that when you get through to that lamppost or that next kilometer or whatever it is, oftentimes you're feeling better again and, and you've forgotten that how desperate you were a kilometer ago, you know, because things go change in a, in a, in a, during a marathon or an ultra marathon, they change 
rapidly. And the longer the race, the more rapid those changes will be. So um, I hope that it was a, a few um, tips, not only for you, Martin, but for the others that, that are listening to this. And please remember, yep, put your questions on here and Neil and I will try and answer them as best we can. And, you know, yeah, tell us your fears. Tell us what you're struggling with. Uh, we don't care if it's uh, not ru even running related, if it's mindset related, if it's a personal issue, if you want, you, you, you're, you're happy to share it on here or whatever, we're here to help you as holistically as possible, okay, not just as running advice. This is all about helping you achieve your goals, of which running is one of them, but it's also about learning about the skills and the principles that will help you achieve big goals like running a marathon so best of luck martin and um everyone else listening i hope this has answered a few of your questions and let me know give us feedback on on this and and ask us your questions thanks guys that's it for this episode of pushing the limits with your host lisa tamati please don't forget to rate review and subscribe and share all this goodness with your networks so we can impact more lives with positive insights and inspiring conversations and check us out online at www.lisatamati.co.nz